Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast with your hosts, Jason, Jacob, and Jeff. And I want to start off today by talking about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Monster Whitetail Grub. They are an Ohio deer feed company. So it's an Ohio-based company that tries to source all of their products, even down to the packaging from Ohio, which is really cool. I really like that. And aside from that, they make a really good deer feed product. So they have a high-protein feed with, uh, it's actually got mineral mixed in. They've got flavored corn, and they have just straight mineral. So got all the bases covered. Now's a great time to be not only getting your mineral out for antler development, but getting some feed out because you're going to have fawns dropping, does lactating, and uh, they're going to need the nutrition. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link in the show notes to Monster Whitetail Grub's Facebook page. That's the best way to kind of reach out to them, get a hold of them, and try some of their product. So today, we're going to kind of rebroadcast one of our episodes from earlier. So we've got a lot more followers now, and I think this will be a good way for some of the new followers to kind of get to know us, get to know some of our background. So we did an episode a while back on some of our favorite hunting stories, and so we're just going to kind of rehash those hunting stories as a way for a lot of our new listeners to get to know us and hear some of our background and sort of how we were brought up and you know, hopefully get to know some of our personality a little bit. So without further ado, we're going to get into the episode. So who wants to start? I'll start. Jeff's going to start. All right. All right. So going to tell about my, my first deer. figure that's a good story to yeah, tell. That's a good place to start. I was about 11 years old. It was my second deer season. Okay. I had gone out opening day and then the Tuesday of regular gun season the previous year, watched my dad shoot a deer, and uh, he he shot a doe, and uh, I attempted to shoot its fawn uh, opening day of my first season, and I, I missed, but that happened. So then second year of hunting. So that one, like... What was it? It was a one, two, three, we're going to shoot or it was... No, no, that one, he shot the doe and it ran, you know, maybe 10 yards. And and the fawn came and tried to suckle on it and tried to shoot it. And so the fawn ran off with the gunshot, but then came, you know, ran off, then kind of saw that mom was still back here. So she came... Came back. Trotting back. I mean... She didn't run off, stop. She just ran off, saw mom was still back here, so she just came trotting back, and dad said, all right, it's, you know, it's your turn. Give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. Shoot it. So I tried. What were you shooting? I was uh, shooting a single shot, a savage single shot, over under, 22 mag, 20 gauge. Okay. And and that I, was a smooth bore so you were just yes, shooting smooth, regular smooth bore. rifled slugs rifled slug yeah okay yep i shot once missed and it it ran off it was gone at that point yeah so but i was just happy to do have been in the woods right. and you know me and dad as a team we shot one right. we got we got one. one yep you know it was very cool yeah so the following year was the first year that they had youth gun season okay so we all 
pile out of the cabin. Uh, it's me and dad and uh, another friend of ours and his two kids. And we go down the road and me and dad go up the hill. And uh, this was in southern Ohio. It's, it's a, It was a big hill. Uh, right. And we went to my dad's hunting spot. He has a tree. We hunt from the ground. He has a tree that he went to every opening day for years. Years, yeah. Um, so we went up to his hunting spot, and it was it was cold that day. But we're standing there. It's well into daylight. It's probably 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, considering heading back to the cabin. And uh, then a long ways away, you know, maybe a hundred yards away, I spot a deer Mm -hmm. and I remember pointing at it and saying, (laughs) dad, a deer. And dad rips my arm down beside me, you know, and says, put your arm down. And uh, so then this deer, you know, works its way in. It was just a button buck, but you know, to me, was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was a yeah. deer. It was a deer. Right. I was an eleven-year-old kid. Yeah, at that point, any deer is exciting. Yeah, so it, uh, you know, kind of works its way closer, and it gets to about seventy-five yards, and starts to turn to go away. Mm-hmm. So Dad tells me to shoot, and uh, I shoot, and Dad says, "I think you got it," you know, but it ran off. So. We go over to, you know, where I had shot it at. Yeah. And, you know, we're not finding any blood. You know, and, you know, my dad's saying, do you see any blood? Do you see anything? It's like, no, I don't see any blood. Side note here, our dad's colorblind, so he has a hard time seeing red. Right. So, so that's why Jeff made the comment about, you know, asking Jeff if he's seen any blood. Right, yeah. He was relying on me to, yeah. to, to if there was a small amount of blood, to see it. And I said, no, I don't see any blood, but there's a lot of hair and I said okay well we'll start walking the way that it went and I think by this time a few steps following the way it went I think my dad had already spotted the deer dead okay but he was letting me track it letting me track it and I walked straight up like I was probably only 10 feet at the most away from it before I noticed it. Yeah. And another really interesting thing about this deer was when we got to it, it had two holes in the same side. That slug had went in, obviously bounced off of a rib or something and came back out the same side. Really? Yeah. Never had anything like that happen again. But yeah, that deer had two holes. It was standing broadside. I shot it a little f- further back than I probably should have. And I got, you know, like the back of the lungs. Uh-huh. And a it had a second hole coming out of it by the hind leg. Really? So, yeah. It, it I had never heard that story. Yeah. It had two holes yeah, on the same side. Because Dad huh. said, I don't know how this thing died. Like, you gut shot it. You know, like. Yeah. And when we actually pulled the skin off it was like oh no right here is where you shot it 
Yeah. And it had somehow ricocheted around and came back out of the deer on the same side. Hmm. hmm. Have no idea how it happened. Bizarre. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. May never see that again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's a good uh, a good place to start. Jake, do you have a story in mind? or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can tell my story. I guess it's similar. First deer, probably story starts the same way where we pour out of the cabin and walk up the hill with dad. Um, this year, I think... I don't know if Jeff, if you were there or not. I don't think you were there. Probably yet. not. I, I think, don't believe I so. I think your second year was my first year. Okay. And I don't think Dad had any intention my first year of letting me shoot because I was far younger than you guys right. were when you started. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was my first gun season down at the cabin, which when my when our dad was younger, him and there was a pretty good group of guys that went down there. There was a lot of guys that hung out at the cabin. It's since kind of dwindled off and now it's starting to build back up as we're getting older and kind of starting to get our friends and family into it. But there was kind of a down period downtime when we were young and the old older guys were getting older and people stopped coming down. But um, my first year down there, we do a, um, or used to do, they, the guys used to do a, I want to say a, gambling per se but opening day everyone would put like five bucks in or something i don't even know the dollar amount um for the biggest buck yeah and if no one shot a buck it was the biggest bodied doe so i was a kid i don't remember how old i even was 12 13 somewhere in that range i didn't have any money i didn't even know about this so dad ponied up for all of us you know him me jason you he put his whatever five bucks for each of us in the pot yeah and we go out in the woods and dad set me up on a tree and, you know, he had done all the scouting work and everything. I, he just basically said, sit here. If you see a deer, shoot it. So the tree had like a Y in it. It was like perfect for me. It was like in my mind, cause I was, you know, I'm first time in the woods. So I'm like, as soon as it gets daylight, I'm moving around and like, oh, you know, I can stand behind this tree and prop my gun up and use this as a rest. <laughs> right. And I was just living it, you know? So then it gets cold and the sun comes up and you get that urge to take a nap. So I sat down and fell asleep. So next thing I know, I wake up to a deer probably can't be more than 10 yards from me stomping. Oh, really? Yeah. Woke me up. It's, you know, sniff, you know, snorting and stomping, trying to get me to move to figure out what I am. Right. Scared to live in daylights out of me. I had yeah. never seen a deer like that, that close, before. Yeah. Right. I had never, you know, I mean, I'd seen them in the wild per se, but nothing that close. I didn't know what that deer was going to do. Stomping yeah. its foot. I didn't know if it was coming after me or what. Right. So I was quite scared. Um, obviously, as soon as I moved, it ran away. Um, so then once I kind of calmed down, I was on alert then I'm like, Oh, these things aren't getting close to me now. I'm going <laughs> to shoot the next one. <laughs> so if I remember the story about the deer filtered in from right to left and I'm behind this tree and I got this Y and it using the exact same gun Jeff was using actually it's a 22 mag 20 gauge shotgun over under with scope. I put the crosshairs on this deer, pull the trigger it was a mom and a fawn and 
you know, I shoot it. So I think it runs away. So it's like, now what do I do? So I kind of looked around a little bit. I went down to where I shot. Nothing. Don't see any hair, blood, nothing. I'm like, uh, I guess I missed. I don't know. It's not here. I don't see it. Yeah. Must have missed. Go back on stand. So then I see another deer. And this is a couple hours later probably. I don't know. Maybe it probably seemed like a couple hours. It might have been 10 minutes for all I know. I was little. I probably thought time was. But see another deer. I shoot it. Shoot at it. Same thing. Came right to left. And same thing. I go down there. I see where I shot. I see the tracks. I see everything. No blood. No hair. I don't know. Something's wrong with this gun. Right. I can't shoot straight. I don't know. Something's not right. So then dad came down over the hill because he heard all the shooting. And he's like, what is going on? I said, I don't know. I shot at two deer. Where were they? You know, whatever. Right. We go down to look. Nothing. Not seeing anything. Nothing. Nothing. They were right here, I think. Right around here. I wasn't very precise with where they were. (laughs) Which was lesson number one that I learned after that. So that's that. I don't know. I Apparently I can't shoot straight, but the deer got away. Right. So then it gets to be lunchtime, I think. And we're coming down out of the woods. And our dad was like, you know, I, no one else got anything, I don't think. And I'm like, oh, I shot at deer and we're coming down out of the woods. And coming down, there was kind of like a mowed path that I don't even know what it was there. I think it might have been old logging road or something. I don't yeah, know what the trail was. Yeah. But there was blood going across it that my dad saw, or maybe you saw. I don't remember. Yeah, because I was with you at this point. Yeah, we were all coming down out of the woods. Yeah. And it's like, what's that? So then we kind of followed that blood trail off to the left of this. We're going down the hill, and I was hunting off to the right of the path. And the blood trail goes across it off to the left. So we go off not very far. I don't know, maybe 20 yards at the most. And dead deer. So it's like, oh, yeah, I told you I shot that deer. I knew I killed it. <laughs> so at this point, we're gutting, you know, dad's teaching me how to gut it and showing me stuff, and that's all fine. And then for some reason, I don't know exactly the logistics of it, but he looked down the hill, maybe 20, 30 yards down the hill. And he sees another. Like a white belly, a white as belly. I remember. Yeah, and he goes, what is that? I said, Oh, that's my other deer I shot. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we finished the first one up, go down to the next one. I ended up hitting both those deer. Right. Perfect shots. I don't know. I just was looking in the wrong spot, I think, for blood and hair and that stuff. And then there was a third deer that I had shot at. So then we had to look. So we looked all over that hillside to try and find the third deer because we were sure I'd hit it because I hit the first two. But I didn't. We never found it. We never saw anything. Yeah. So what I thought was a unsuccessful morning, turns out I had filled both of my doe tags. But kind of funny story, kind of goes with your story, Jeff. One of the, the one doe I shot was a large doe, and it had a fawn, not with it, but after the fact, a fawn came through and was raising a racket and wouldn't go away. I remember throwing like throwing sticks towards it to get it because it was looking for its mom that turns oh, right. out was dead not far from there. Right. I just didn't know that. So I'm sure the fawn could smell and knew that it was around, but so she, the fawn just kept bleeding and, you know, 
making sounds and I'm just like, get out of here, go away. So then we go down to the cabin for lunch and whatever. And come end of opening day, we hang up the deer. No one got a buck. I got a doe, two does, but um, a big doe and then a smaller doe. And there was another guy down there who got a, also a bigger doe. And I just remember thinking like, oh, I don't know who's his bigger, mine or his. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. And I just, we hung them both up and everyone kept saying mine was bigger. Mine's bigger, you know. And they're like, oh, Jacob, yours is, yours is the biggest. You're, you win, you win. Except this other guy, he's like, oh, no, we need to measure them. We need to measure. We need to check. And so he's like, we need to hang them up and make sure everything's equal and blah, blah, blah. And um, all I remember is his, when we had him hanging, his deer, the nose stuck down maybe a half inch right. further than mine. Whether that's the way it was hanging, whether, I don't know, maybe it was bigger, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. But I just remember all going out there and one of the guys was like, you don't get it, do you? His is bigger. (laughs) 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 And I was just like, at that point, I didn't really realize it. I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe the other guys is bigger. I don't know. Yeah. But come to find out the older guys, it was my first deer. It was my first deer season my deer could have been a lot smaller and it would have been bigger. Right. You know, they yeah. were just, that was part of it. Um, so that was kind of cool, but I quote unquote won the money. It wasn't, I mean, we're not talking a lot of money here. Like I said, I think everybody puts, I don't know, five, I think it bucks was five in, bucks, five bucks. Time. Yeah. And so it's probably a lot of money to me. It might've been, you know, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 45, yeah. whatever, 45 bucks or whatever it ended yeah. up being. But, um, so that's a lot of money to a 12 year old. But, um, that was kind of the, my first and second deer, I guess, story. <laughs> back to back, double header. Yeah, back to back. Didn't even know. So I have a story about, and I don't remember all the details, so it might not be a good story, but the, you know, you talked about the, the opening day pot, right? Everybody puts money in. And I remember, you know, the first year dad put money in for me and he was like, but if you win, you got to split the winnings with me because I put the money in for you, you know? And so I don't know if this was first year, second year, whatever. I don't, I don't remember. But I remember at some point saying, I'm putting my own money in because I'm keeping the money and I'm going to shoot the biggest deer. And sure enough, I had a buck come by. And as I recall, I missed this buck. And it, I don't, it wasn't a huge deer or anything, but I, same thing. I don't think it, there were any other bucks shot opening day. And so I would have, regardless of the size, I would have won. And I would just remember being so <laughs> mad at myself for missing that deer. Cause I was, you know, I'm big yeah. man. I'm going right. to put my own $5 in and I'm going to win the pot and managed to miss the deer that would have won the pot. So, so my I guess since you guys told your first year story, I'll tell my first year story and then you got, you know, we can tell any other stories that we want to. My first year story probably starts before my first year cuz I'm the oldest and as I recall, I went and I don't know, I don't remember ages or like, oh, that was back in, you know, 1990. Yeah, I'm just not good at that stuff. I so I don't know how old I was, older than Jeff was, but 
I remember going down the first year, the, the first one of us kids to have gone down and dad had bought a 20 gauge 870 youth model, right? So it had the shorter stock and everything. Were you, sorry to interrupt, were, was your first year in the old cabin or was the new cabin built? I know when my first year was in the new cabin, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that new cabin was built when we were pretty little. Yeah. 99, according to the plywood. 96. 96, sorry, yeah. according to the plywood. I think it was so in the new cabin. it would have been cabin. the new cabin, okay. But when we started, right, it was a it was a smoothbore 870 with a field barrel, with a bead. It's a 20-gauge, I'm a little kid, this, this gun kicks like a donkey for a little kid, and I'm using a bead... And I can't hit anything with this. I using a bead with a slug is I've not tried it since, but I remember as a kid seemed like next to impossible. So it was just a single bead. Yes. You didn't have the V front the rear sight rifle sights at all. You're no, just talking those single... clamp on rifle right. sights came later. Okay. And I can't hit anything. I remember practicing at home. I remember we went down, you know, Sunday or something, you know, before opening day. We're down at camp, and I remember, you know, using Dad's truck as a rest to get a super steady rest. And still, like, and this gun's beating the crap out of me. And, like, I'm trying to keep it together, but, like, I'm choking back tears because I'm a kid. I can't hit anything. I want to impress all these guys. This gun hurts, like... You know, so it was like, you know, frustrating, right? I'm a kid. It's uh, not going great. So then it's opening day. I kind of wish dad was here to like have the his Fill side the of the story. In. Yeah, because it's some of the details are a little foggy. But I remember just being so nervous, right? These guys are all excited. It's opening day, like the, you know, Anybody that's been part of like a, an opening day deer camp, there's like, there's an electricity about it. There's an excitement about it. Everybody's fired up. So we get up bright and early and I'm nervous, man. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And we hike up this hill and it's a big, like you guys said, you know, for a little kid, it's a big hill. And I don't remember all the details. I remember, I seem to remember getting up there and now I'm all hot and I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm hot from hiking up there. I don't, I, I want to say I ended up throwing up up there. Like, cause I just got myself so worked up. Yeah. Dad says that you threw up. And I think I ended up. And then he says like 15 minutes later, you threw up. Then 15 minutes later, you said you had to poop. Yeah. Is what dad says. <laughs> yeah. And then after all of that. I'm like, I seem to remember, you know, dad packed a sandwich or something for me. It's barely cracked daylight. I'm like, I'm hungry. I gotta, I can't, you know, it's like barely daylight. I gotta have a sandwich or something. And as I recall, we had a, like, I don't remember lasting very long. We had to, I ate all the snacks, you know, it was like, (laughs) you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't great. No deer, no, not even, not a chance, right? I mean, <laughs> nothing, nothing. But so that was kind of my 
And then I want to say I took a couple years off. Did I come back? Do you guys remember? Did I go back the next year? Or did I take a year or two off after that? It was like... I don't remember specifically. I don't know. I know you were there my first year. I remember taking a few... Honestly, I think Dad probably took you and then had such a bad experience, or you had such a bad experience, I think he probably waited to take me then. Like, you might have went when you were, I don't know, 13, yeah. 12, 13, I don't remember. And then he might not have taken me until I was at least that old. So that would give you a couple of years off. You know what I mean? Two or three, because yeah. you're a year and a half, so two years off. And then Jeff was always just an outdoorsman. He started, yeah. like, he was he didn't a baby a out there. Yeah. But so... I want to say, because I seem to remember, like, you know, if you guys listen to previous podcasts, you know, my birthday's in November, and, you know, it's, so I had, I seem to remember using the excuse of, like, well, you know, it's, a, it's all, you know, it's all after Thanksgiving, like, my, I would have just had my birthday, I, was, I think I'm going to hang out here and play with my new toys and stuff, like, something to that effect, like, and so I want to say I took a few years, a year or two, or two probably, off. Yeah. But then, the, so then when I did go back down, by this point, we had those clamp-on rifle sights, basically. If you've not seen these, they're, they're standard rifle sights, but they clamp on to the, the ventilated rib of a, you know, of a field barrel shotgun. So we, I don't know, Dad discovered these things at the store or something, I don't know, but I remember that made all the difference. Like, I could, I'm a few years older now, I can hit something where things are much better now. I'm I'm ready to to deer hunt now. So at this point, we go up same I'm assuming Jeff it's the same area for you. I know it's yeah, yeah. real close to Jacob's first deer. Dad puts me on, you know, we go up kind of on top of this ridge and it's kind of like a it's kind of like an open oak flat up there and so he takes me and puts me on the left side of this ridge, you know, as you're coming up, he's going to go over the right side and here's, you know, here's a tree, hang out. I seem to remember, I had, you know, cleared all the leaves around the tree. I seem to remember doing a lot of walking around the tree and just (laughs) fooling around trying to kill time. That may have been the time, I want to say it was, I was bored. I got my knife out. I told this story before on the podcast. I got my knife out and was scratching the tree up like it's a bear sign down it, you know. But at some point, sort of late morning, I down below me, two does pop out. And they're I don't know, probably fifty yards away, I'd say, down below me. I thought, oh my gosh, there's a deer. So bring my gun up, you know, doing, a, you know, safety off. Here we go. Bang! The deer just stand there. Shuck another shell in. Bang! And at, at that, I think the first deer ran off. The other one was still there. Put my third shell in, my last shell, and I remember, like... This is my last chance. I got to make this one count. And this, now the first deer is gone. I shoot at the second deer and it falls down. And it kind of let out a bellow and 
I remember it kind of rolled off the hill to where I couldn't see it, you know, rolled off the bank or whatever down even farther down the hill to where I couldn't see it. And dad, I remember when dad dropped me off, he said, if you shoot, just stay here and I'll, I'll hear you shoot and I'll come over. Well, I couldn't stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no way. So, because I saw this thing fall down, right? But it rolled off the hill. I, I, I got to go see. So I remember walking down and, you know, just over the bank, there's this deer. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do now. So I, as I'm coming back up the hill, I remember looking up and seeing dad coming over and, you know, did you get it? I was like, yeah, it's right down here. <laughs> and, uh, that was that we, we, uh, you know, took care, took care of the deer, got it field dressed and everything. And in my head, like we're on the side of this hill, we need to drag it down this hill and out to the road. But I'm a kid. I don't really know the lay of the land. And dad's telling me, no, 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 we got to drag it up this hill. And I, I do remember thinking, why on earth are we dragging this deer uphill? This this thing's heavy. This is hard. Why are we, we can just drag it downhill? Yeah. You can see the road from there. Yeah, but now knowing like it would have been miserable to a drag it through this bottom. Yeah, yeah. It's just thick nastiness. It, just briars. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a mistake to drag it downhill there. But I remember having that thought, like, why are we working so hard to drag this uphill? But, yeah, so that's my my first deer story. Do you guys have other stories you want to tell? I have a, a story that I always like to think back on. Yeah? This is not a deer hunting story. This is a squirrel hunting story. Okay. Um, so I'm probably about 13, 14 and uh before or the, so this would have been after your first deer yeah this was after my first deer okay um but me dad and a buddy of ours down there we're going up in the woods to go squirrel hunting and you know we start walking up this hill and it's there's a ravine we're walking up one side of the ravine and then across the other side of the hill you know like you can see the other side yeah and it's probably 40 yards, 50 yards the other side. Well, we see a squirrel over there. So we decide we're going to shoot it. Well, we all, you know, it's three guys have our guns loaded up, you know, loaded for bear, <laughs> man. We we have, I had a uh, a bolt action 20 gauge that dad had borrowed from someone. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know anything about a bolt action 20 gauge. Yeah. Dad had borrowed it. Um, Okay. I used that to hunt for a few years. It, I I don't know, it was supposed to be good for a kid. I think it might've been a youth model. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, and it, so I had this bolt action and I think it could hold like 12 rounds, 12, 20 gauge shells. Wow. You know, it, it, so, but we just start unloading at the squirrel and it's at a distance, you know, it's, it's a little beyond our range, but this squirrel's running. And I mean, we can see clearly, you know, it it can't hide from us. Right. 
and it's trying to go up trees and we're shooting and knocking it out of trees and just i mean we probably it sounded like a war zone and we probably <laughs> shot at least 20 times at this squirrel oh really i mean it was just yeah yeah but uh eventually it kind of we lose sight of it so then we go over there and we're blood tracking the squirrel <laughs> <laughs> like we have a blood trail and we're tracking it and uh eventually we follow the blood trail and it goes up a tree and into a hole in the tree oh so the squirrel got away on it on oh, us oh man but i i mean i still remember that and just think back and yeah. laugh because i mean yeah. it was just a, a squirrel yeah. and i mean we were just going the town just kept shooting just boom 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 yeah. boom and this squirrels i mean just running for dear life yeah. it, gets up a tree we shoot and you know knock the branch off and it's falling to the ground yeah. and, oh I, yeah it was a blast <laughs> <laughs> but you know all 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 over just a little squirrel. yeah 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 that uh that reminds me of a story so this will be my i think probably my earliest hunting memory we were I couldn't even tell you where we were, but we, dad and I were rabbit hunting. I don't even know if I had a gun. I might've, dad might've just brought me along to kick brush piles and try to chase squirrels <laughs> out for him. If, if, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I remember this rabbit gets shot and it wasn't dead. And I just remember dad walked up to this rabbit, no joke, he just karate chops it in the back <laughs> and breaks its back and kills it. And I, I'm a kid, you know, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, my dad is awesome. <laughs> and it was, that's just one of those things that's stuck in my my brain all these years but yeah i don't know how old i was i it was probably one of those things that to dad was like so insignificant right he may not even remember it but i know <laughs> as a kid it was like oh he just karate chopped a, a rabbit so did i say squirrel earlier you, you, you said did. chase squirrels you but said you're kicking yeah. brushy chase squirrels out. i got my story mixed up we were rabbit hunting i i apologize yeah, yeah. rabbit hunting he karate chopped a rabbit. So I have a story similar to that one. <clears throat> My first rabbit I ever got, me and dad are out squirrel hunting. And, you know, we're walking and I, you know, say, oh, you know, dad, there's a, there's a rabbit. And, you know, it's only 10 feet away from us. Right. You know, probably less than that, like close. And it's just sitting in a bush, like kind of hungered down. Yeah. And dad says, it's rabbit season. Shoot it. So I shoot this thing. And I, it was pretty close to like point blank range. Right. I mean, it was close. And I just blow it up, you know. Yeah. And dad was like, well, I think you got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it just, uh, I mean, it, it was close. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I, blew it up yeah 
And yeah, he's like, well, I think you got it. Yeah. You know, good eye. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, and then he takes this bloody rabbit. Yeah. And I have like an upland vest that he has that has the pouches on the back. Right. Yeah. Any small game vest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Puts this rabbit like in the back pouch. And then, you know, we go on hunting and throughout the day, you know, like I can just feel the blood of this rabbit <laughs> soaking into like my back. And like, I didn't know any, di- like I thought that, oh, okay, that's just part it's of it, I guess. Part of it, yeah. And, you know, when we get done, you know, I take it off and you have this huge blood <laughs> spot on my back. And it's like, what, you just let that thing bleed on you? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, <sighs> yeah, you know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And now come to find out you're deathly allergic to rabbit blood. Yeah, and that's that's what makes that story even funnier, yeah, is that yeah. I'm allergic. I'm very allergic to rabbit blood. And yeah, I I don't remember breaking out that time. Yeah. You know, with any sort of rash, but Yeah, you almost missed opening day that one year because you were all Yeah. Went on a Thanksgiving rabbit hunt. And... Yeah. And then my hands were swollen up and yeah it's bad news didn't you do that two years in a row yeah That's yeah and two two years in a row you had issues with your hands and yeah and i didn't know didn't have a clue you know yeah. thought it was the dry weather you know or yeah. whatever yeah and and then well the second year it was really bad yeah and that's what really set it off like no i yeah I'm having some sort of reaction to something. All right, I got a. I'm debating on whether or not I should tell this story. Should I tell the outhouse story? With a knife? Yeah. Hmm? yeah sure. Oh, well, I'll start with an outhouse story first, and okay. then you can tell yours. All right. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I forgot about this story. This is making fun of myself. So we should preface this with at our hunting cabin yeah there there is no indoor plumbing yeah no running running water yeah yeah there's an outhouse it's just an old uh, like job site outhouse yeah it's nothing fancy it's a molded plastic outhouse that there's cracks in it you're probably gonna offend someone by saying that's not fancy probably (laughs) the guys down there think it's pretty fancy and Um, just just to kind of give the whole picture here it's not a outhouse that we have pumped out we dig a hole in the ground and have cut the bottom out of this outhouse and set the outhouse over top of the hole and then you know when the hole fills up we dig another it. hole and right there's the an dirt, old rudimentary you know. map somewhere that has x marks supposedly spot, supposedly yeah. <laughs> where the outhouse has been so we yeah. don't strike gold ever yeah um i'm yet to see the map that guys down there yeah claim to know I don't know. I think once they're gone, we're going to have to switch sides of the cabin or something so we don't run into trouble. Uh, eventually, it just all turns back into <laughs> dirt, I'm sure. I don't know. But so I'm up. This was deer hunting. Up where our cabin is, there's an old cemetery up on the hill. It's the old, they call it the old Coon Cemetery. So it's just a tiny little down there, they have cemeteries just around family cemeteries on old properties yeah. or whatever. So it's up on the hill, and I'm up there deer hunting because I remember I was in a blaze orange 
jumpsuit type thing. Like, and it was, I don't know if it was opening day. It had to have been opening day, I think. I was up hunting the cemetery, though. And I was up there and I had realized breakfast wasn't sitting with me. <laughs> so it's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm close enough to the cabin that I'd rather not crap in the woods if I didn't have to. I can get down to the outhouse. Right. So I thought. <laughs> so I'm fighting it off like, well, no, I'm just going to hang. I'm just going to, it'll settle down. I'll just mind over matter, you know, figure it out. Waiting, waiting. It's like, oh, it's starting to build. I think I'm going to have to go. Got to make a decision here. Am I going to poop in the woods or am I going to run down the hill to the yeah. house? And it's cold. I'm like, I don't really want to, you know, drop trow here in the woods <laughs> if I don't have to. I'm going to go down to that outhouse. So I start going down the hill. Well, at this point, it's borderlining an emergency. So I'm <laughs> rushing down the hill. And... um to preface the story, there was an older guy who no longer hunts with us. There was one of the original owners of the cabin um, who wasn't even, it, who hadn't even made it out to the woods yet. He was the guy who did the cooking. He was an old army sergeant, or I don't even know what he was in the army. But anyhow, he would always cook for us, military style, way more food than we could ever need. So he was cleaning up breakfast. He hadn't even made it out to the woods yet. And I come running, peeling down off the hill, and as I'm going, as soon as I hit like the road, which starts our cabin property, I start dropping gloves, <laughs> taking my hat off, unzipping my, you know, I, like I said, I'm like a full suit on, yeah. unzipping it, pulling my arms out as I'm like making my way to the outhouse. <laughs> and he comes walking out to go out in the woods hunting and he sees me losing clothing as I go. I barely, I did make it. I did not crap my pants, but it was pretty close um so he always told that story about seeing me big orange marshmallow guy you know puffed up in clothes yeah coming peeling down off the hill stripping dropping clothes yeah off, stripping yeah. clothes as i go so i can get into the outhouse oh that's funny but yeah so that's my outhouse story all right so so my outhouse story same outhouse little blue we were Back at the cabin for lunch, as I recall, and I have this pocket knife that I have had for years. My wife bought it for me as a gift, and I've carried this pocket knife every day for years and years and years, and I had it where I always have it, clipped on my back pocket, and I was wearing, I think it was bibs. They weren't coveralls. I was wearing bibs. I think they were Carhartt bibs, and... If I recall, I think they were hand-me-down Carhartt. I think they were Dad's hand-me-down Carhartt bibs. So lunchtime, need to use the outhouse, go out there, do my thing. Everything goes well. <laughs> and as I'm standing up to exit the dwelling, I pull my bibs back up over my pants you know I pulled my pants up first and did my buckle and everything and then I pull my bibs up and in doing that it it snagged the little pocket clip on my pocket knife lifted it out of my pocket at which point my pocket knife that I've carried for years and years and years falls into 
the outhouse hole. <laughs> I'm pretty bummed about this, but that knife's gone. I'm not going in there to get it. I'm starting to think about how I'm going to explain this to my wife because she bought me this knife, hoping she'll understand. And I come back in. I said, ah, I lost my pocket knife out there in the outhouse. These guys are all bummed. Like, oh, man, you've carried that knife for years. Too bad we don't have a big magnet or something. Because <laughs> I can see it. It's just laying down there on top of some paper. Yeah. I mean, it's it's past arm's length. You couldn't oh, reach your yeah, hand yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. there. I mean, but, yeah, you could see it. Especially with a China flashlight down there, you could see it. Yeah. Too bad we don't have a big magnet. And one of the guys, one of the owners of the cabin goes, I got a big magnet right here on a rope. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, because the purpose, why on earth do you have a big magnet on a rope for situations such as this or what? Come to find out the magnet on the rope is in case you drop the well bucket into the well, you can get the metal well bucket back out. But so... I think, Jake, it was you. You took the magnet yeah. and fished, fished my out. knife yeah. out of the hole in the outhouse. Because I have a picture of you standing there in your blaze orange coveralls <laughs> holding this magnet up with my knife dangling from it. And so we got the knife back. We had silicone or whatever, you know, gutting gloves, deer gutting gloves. So we took it and we bleached it and we boiled it and... Like, everything we could to, we had an old bottle of bleach down there, you know. Everything we could to disinfect. sanitize, disinfect, sterilize this knife. As I recall, I don't even know if I carried it. I think I brought it home and boiled it and bleached it more. But, yeah, I still have that knife and still carry it to this day. But, yeah, lost it in the outhouse for a couple minutes. So, we are... 50 minutes into this, do we want to wrap it up here or do we have another story, another closing? Jeff's got I got a, one Jeff, more good Jeff's one. Got a story. Okay. Jeff's got Jeff's going right. to wrap us up here. So, as kids, we got to go hunting either the first opening day and then sometimes Tuesday morning. Right. You know, sometimes just opening day. And then we wouldn't get to hunt again until, you know, maybe the weekend if dad was going to come home from the cabin. Right. Because just for completeness sake, our dad would take us down. We would miss school for opening day and sometimes Tuesday. And then dad would drive us all the way home, which is a three hour drive. Roughly. Um, turn around and drive all the way back down to stay the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this was that weekend, the weekend of gun season, or if it was... When bonus gun started, the bonus weekend. Yeah. But I was going hunting and in our in our backyard and dad was gonna stay home. You know, so it's it's only, you know, a hundred and fifty yards maybe from the house to where I was hunting. You know. And so I'm out there hunting and a doe walks up and I I shoot it. Right. You know, so I go back up to the house to get dad. Well, before I shot this deer, you know, I had heard a gunshot in, in the distance. Well, here to come and find out, mom and dad were awake and in bed 
And mom heard that first gunshot and said, you know, was that your son? Did he, did he shoot? And this was morning. Like, we're talking, yeah, this, this was is a morning. morning. So they, yeah. was, they hadn't gotten out of bed yet. Yeah, they hadn't gotten out of bed. And they're like, you know, was, was that your son? Did he shoot? And dad's like, no, no, that was way too far away. You know, and then a minute later, I saw my deer and right. I shot. And dad was like, now that was your son. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, that was close, like right all the windows closed. Yeah. And he was like, that was your son. And then mom asked something along the lines of, you think he got it? And dad said, well, he only shot once. So, yeah, I think he got it because he would have <laughs> shot more if he missed. Yeah, that's a little side note again if i mean people listening don't know jeff necessarily but jeff is not afraid to pull the trigger on deer yeah um he actually this year didn't you you shot a deer three times i shot yeah i shot a deer three times yeah because it didn't fall over it wasn't falling over i hit it three times perfectly yeah in the like right in the bread basket right where you're supposed to three times put three bullets right in there right in a row yeah, the the first one I I wasn't sure if I had had hit it. The second shot I knew I hit it, but it was still running. Yeah. So I shot again, you know, because I I knew I had hit it, but I didn't know how well I hit it. Right. So I shot again, and the deer continued to run off. Yeah. I'm out of bullets, you know. I have to reload, and I went and tracked it, you know, and it it didn't go too far. Only another like you know, 10, 20 yards. Right. Uh, but when I got to it, it had three holes in it. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I hit it all three times. Huh. Well, this has been fun. We'll have to do another one of these sometime. Lots more stories. But with that, hopefully, like we said, you guys are having a good Christmas or you had a good Christmas and you spent time with your families and... Maybe while you got time off work, you found time to get in the woods. So as always, follow us on Facebook. We're Ohio Huntsman on Facebook. We are Ohio Huntsman Podcast on Instagram. That's a good way to keep up to date with what we're doing, new episodes, that sort of thing. The best way to get new episodes is to make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way you'll get notified every time we post a new episode, which is every Tuesday. And with that, I think we're going to sign off, so uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>